Coming up on WealthWorks Radio, the closer we get to retirement, the more important it is to avoid costly mistakes. On today's show, three retirement investment mistakes older seniors should do everything possible to absolutely avoid. Stay tuned. And now, WealthWorks Radio with Eric Carney. Welcome in, everybody. This is WealthWorks Radio. I'm consumer advocate Steve Siddall. Eric Carney is here. Eric, of course, fiduciary of President of Retirement Wealth LLC. And uh, Joseph Lanz is here. Joseph, too, a fiduciary and, uh, again, uh, becoming a big part of this show. Hi, Joseph. How are you? I'm great, Steve. Excited to be here. Yeah, absolutely. Eric, how's things? Everything good? Everything's great, Steve. We are running on all cylinders and uh, another great week behind us. All right. I think that sounds good. And um, we talk about making mistakes often and, and how to avoid them. And again, this this time it's no exception. Um, but this one, I think, is based more on sort of the economy the way that it is today, which is different than it's been in recent memory. So let's let's delve into that a little bit. Yeah, so this year obviously has been a very tumultuous year. Um, there's things that are all over the place and the markets are in a little bit of, um, of obviously have a lot of volatility, but they're in a little bit of a hurricane mode. And you know, it's kind of like coming through and it's wreaking havoc with a lot of people's portfolios, but we have to kind of go to the side and say, okay, what is really going on here? And I think, Steve, this year, that's been very difficult for a lot of people to see. Well, I mean, because all of a sudden, we were just talking, I mean, all of a sudden inflation is a thing because it hasn't been for 10 years. It is a thing. And, you know, the, the funny thing is, is that since 2001, I've been preaching inflation. We've talked about this in the past. And there's so many clients, prospective clients, people out there who are like, oh, you know, inflation is not a big deal. It is a big deal, but it's one of those things where you have to prepare for everything every single year in order in case that happens. So in, in order for that to happen, we've put that in the financial plan. And you know, what's interesting is inflation, we've been practicing and preaching inflation for a very long time. And so we actually put into every single portfolio, every single financial plan, every single income plan, two and a half percent inflation each year. So the other day I went in and I was like, geez, you know, I, like, I wonder how we've done. And so I went into um, Statista Research Department and you can actually go online and take a look at this. And I went back and I looked at the past 10 years. And when you take a look at the past 10 years, inflation's been all over the place, sometimes negative, sometimes only 1.3, sometimes 2.1, sometimes as high as 3.2. But the bottom line is the average for the past 10 years has only been 1.89%. So what I did was I was like, well, that means that if we factored in 2.5 inflation every single year, we beat inflation for the past 10 years every single year by 61 basis points, 0.61. Now, if you take 0.61 times 10, that's 6.1%. So now all of a sudden, if you take 6.1% plus 1.89, you're gonna get 7.99. But if you take that 6.1% plus normal inflation, like what we've put in the portfolio, you get 8.6. So congratulations, you've beaten inflation. Wow. Well, I mean, again, that's just the way that, that you you design a plan. I mean, that how how comforting is that for people? I mean, they, they can't be complaining. It, it's huge because this year is not affecting any of our clients. That's We've nice. already factored it, right? Yeah. But, but imagine, Steve, all the people that don't have an income plan, don't have a financial plan that has already included this. This year, it's a shocker to them. Sure. And, well, and, yeah. And, and this is the most comforting thing. So when we do our, you know, we do videos out to our clients every 10 days or so, and we're letting them know, like, look, you guys, like, you know, we've already considered this. And so, you know, it, it's funny because there's a lot of times where I don't even know what the, what the gallon, uh, what the price of a gallon of gas is. And I really don't, I, I haven't paid attention. And the other day it kind of hit me and I pay attention to boat prices because I'm on the water quite often, not as much lately, but <laughs> yeah, but I mean, it's expensive. But the other day, I literally looked up and I'm like, I can't believe I'm paying $4.53 for a gallon of gas for the for the car. Yeah. But, 
you know, again, inflation should not be a factor for a lot of people. And unfortunately, it is. And it should not be a big deal at all. Well, I'll tell you what, that brings me to to this, the BMO Real Financial Progress Index Quarterly Report. That's a mouthful. But anyway, the takeaway from that study, uh, and this just came out, is 25% of Americans will have to delay their retirement. Ed Yardini is uh, head of uh, Ed Yardini Research, um, and he says, what is it going away? He says, don't hold your breath. I think this is going to continue to be a very volatile year. I think it's next year that I'm anticipating we'll see better times ahead. But for now, I think um, the lower inflation is going to help for a while. We still have some uncertainties with regards to energy, for example, up up ahead here. But what's really come down quite a bit is uh, durable goods inflation. And a lot of that has been used car prices, of all things. And there's still plenty of room for other durable goods inflation rates to come down. On the other hand, rent inflation is going to be a problem. So there's there's still going to be a lot of volatility in the market uh, as these numbers continue to buffet around. So what's your take, Eric? I mean, uh, he seems to think that we've got another year of this. I mean, it could be. I mean, you know, it, it's it's all the supply and demand issues right now. Sure. And it's it's not really the demand issues. The demand issue is there. there are a lot of people want new cars. We actually have a client that's driving a brand new car right now without air conditioning. And until that chip comes in, she will not have air conditioning. But she wanted a reliable car. And they said, look, you can purchase this car, but you're going to have to wait a few months until you get air conditioning. She's like, that's fine. So, again, the demand is certainly there. The supply is not. When that gets fixed, the supply and demand issue will get caught up eventually. But right now, it is a problem. Uh, the other thing is, is that you know we have to worry about inflation. Now we may have to worry about stagflation. And stagflation is basically where there's the economy is not growing fast enough, or the jobs report is not strong enough to outpace inflation either. So there's always things to worry about, but. For every action, there's a reaction. So for every issue that there is, there's usually some kind of protocol that we can implement to actually combat that problem. And that's the problem that a lot of of investors have out there is they don't have anyone that's at the wheel. And I've said before, when markets go up, all advisors look the same. They're like, "Eh, you know, financial advisors, investment advisors, insurance advisors. The, the fact of the matter is, is that a true financial planning firm actually does significantly better in the down market because this is where people get tired of the 1-800 numbers. They get tired of, of being switched from advisor to advisor, and they're tired of not having an actual financial plan written. And they want stability. And, and our firm provides that stability. And in these tumultuous markets, these volatile markets, this is what people want. They want to know that somebody's going to be there to actually help them along and advise them. Well, exactly. And, and you know, that's one of the things that you do. You give us that, that confidence, that that assurance that things are going to be fine. I, you know, we're talking inflation. I, I found that interesting. I was just looking at lumber prices and, and they have really come down, haven't they? Oh, yeah, they've they've come down significantly. How you come know, nobody's but- talking about that? Well, I don't know. I, and, and I think that that's the other issue, Steve, is that, you know, gloom and doom always wants to be front and center on the news. And so they're not talking about the good stuff that is happening. And I will say this, with summer coming along, you've got farm payroll, you've got construction payroll, and those numbers typically go up because of the nicer weather. And so that's those are the things that we're looking at. I don't think this year is going to be as bad as everybody says. I think that we're still in a bit of a, a little bit of a market correction but let me tell you something once interest rates start to stabilize or something happens where ukraine and russia comes to maybe a ceasefire the market's going to take off like no tomorrow and there's going to be a lot of people still sitting on the sidelines watching it go up like a rocket but I don't know when that's going to happen, but like I said, it's not going to take that much for it to happen either. There's a lot of good stuff happening out there. You have to be able to pay attention to what is good. Well, I'll tell you what, Eric, over, over the last few years that we've been doing this show, you've, you've said things and, and you've kind of shared what your gut's telling you, and you're right virtually every time. So I'm going to go ahead and mark this show. In a year from now, we're going to listen to it again. I, you know, I think that's a great idea because, yeah. like you said, I mean, I think, you know, and, and the funny thing, too, is, Steve, people forget how bad March of 2020 was. And, they're, you know, and we got through that year and we actually, you know, our clients had a great year. 
Uh, we did financial planning. We did income planning. Uh, we ebb and flowed through the market. So we ended up having a good year. But the thing is, is that there's a lot of people out there who are still struggling. And you got to remember that there's got to be an answer to everything. And that's what people are looking for. Sure. Well, and I want to talk about asset allocation um, based on risk tolerance. And and how do we how do we manage that? How do we handle that? Well, I think there's a big difference between what an investor wants and what they need, because a lot of times when people come in and they're talking about the type of risk they like to take, it could be very off of what their plan requires them to take, right? So it's always either one end of the spectrum or the other. They need to be conservative and they like being really risky, or they need to take on some more risk and they're being too conservative. So I think there's a big difference between what you want and what you need, and your financial plan will really help you determine what that risk tolerance could be based on what rate of return you're going to need to have a successful retirement. I think another thing that a lot of people are doing right now is they could be drastically changing what their risk tolerance is based on losses. So even if people were conservative this year, and let's say they were in bonds, well, with the aggregate bond market down close to 10%, people are now switching over and becoming more risky when they're down. And when you get into more speculative things, when the market is in a downward trend, you're just going to be backpedaling and hurting your portfolio even worse. So it's kind of like, you know, panicking, pumping those brakes, pulling the emergency brake, but and trying new things, you know, and it's like, it's kind of like when you hit black ice and you're trying to steer the wheel and you just make the car wreck so much worse because you're just overreacting and you know it's it's causing everything to be much worse. You don't want to change your investment philosophy or your risk tolerance when the market is down based off of your pure emotions from what's going on. That's a great way to end this segment, Eric and uh, Joseph. Let's go ahead and uh, invite folks to call right now. We'll pick up the conversation after that. Sounds good, Steve. Whether you currently have an advisor or have never worked with a financial professional before, we're going to be taking the next five callers who are in need of that missing financial plan. We're going to create and customize a full-blown financial plan review valued at over $1,000 and give it away absolutely complimentary, no obligation. What this will consist of is simply taking the mystery out of financial planning by taking a look at what you're currently doing and maybe just making some slight changes. Let's map it all out. Your goals, income needs, expenses, tax strategies, and even transfers of generational wealth. We will get that plan built for you and see where it leads you. Let's get you reacquainted with your investments without any obligation. In short, we're going to take the guesswork out of financial planning. So for the next five callers, a full-blown comprehensive plan review that is valued at over $1,000, we'll be giving it to you complimentary with no obligation. 800-779-1942. Five callers right now get that comprehensive financial review. You'll see where you are today, but more importantly, you walk out with that roadmap that will help get you to where you need to be. 800-779-1942. 800-779-1942. Coming up next on WealthWorks Radio, if you are of the mind that you can retire tomorrow, you would. The next segment is just for you. When we come back, some strategies to bump up your retirement date. And we are back on WealthWorks Radio with Eric Carney and Joseph Lanza. I'm consumer advocate Steve Siddall. Eric, of course, fiduciary. He is president of Retirement Wealth. Joseph Lanza alongside. And uh, this is something, you know, you get my attention, Eric, when you say these things. You talk about moving, bumping up our retirement date. Okay. Uh, I know that there are a lot of people who don't want to retire, but I think there's a lot of people that do. And uh, how can we do that sooner than we thought? Are there things that we can do today that will enhance that or or help that? Yeah, and let me tell you something. I mean, even prior to COVID, we had clients that we've gotten retired two to three, maybe even four years ahead of time. Wow. And let me tell you something. When we tell somebody that you are ready to retire, you are not on the fence. You are absolutely on the other side of the fence. So there's absolutely no question whatsoever that you you may have to go back to work. So we're running the income plan, we're running the financial plan, we're looking at all the investments, we're looking at your tax situation. Do you have enough money for long-term care or any kind of Medicare issue, um, or medical issue, I should say? Um, we're setting you up with a Medicare specialist. I mean, we're putting all these things in line so that you are truly prepared for retirement. And we had one client who was driving very far every single day for work for the past 22 years. And she's just like, this drive is really getting to me. And I'm like, well, why do you work? She's like, well, I feel like I have to. And when we actually ran the financial plan after working with her for a year, 
what we ended up doing was actually creating a, a income plan where she didn't have to work anymore. And she's like, this is unbelievable. And we, we changed some things around and we literally got her done four years earlier. Nice. And she's like, you know, she's like, this is incredible. And nothing has changed in her life. You know, she's still spending the same amount of money. She's still buying a new car every four to five years. I mean, nothing has changed. And so, again, this is strategic planning. It's financial planning. It's comprehensive financial planning. We're sitting down with the client. We're surrounding that client with what they need. And, and again, the markets are always going to change. The economy is going to change. The political atmosphere is going to change. You have to be able to change with it. And that's the most important thing. So again, you're, you're deleting all the emotions out of this and really creating um, a, a plan that is based on uh, constant information that we're aggregating. And that's what people want to see. They want to know that, you know, like I said, in the first segment, we're, we're factoring in inflation, by the way, you know, you're ahead of inflation, by the way, you know, congratulations. And, and there's a lot of years where we banked plenty of inflation for the next year. That's what we want to do. So again, you know, people just want to know that someone's at the wheel. And there's a lot of people out there who realize right now they have an advisor, but they're not really an active advisor. And uh, that 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 is a pretty big problem. Well, absolutely, folks. If uh, you'd like to get in with Eric and his team, 800-779-1942. Uh, when we talk about uh, investing for income, obviously income is the key to a successful retirement. How do we invest for income? I mean, even with a market like this, can we do it? Yeah, I mean, well, whenever we're setting up a portfolio, you always want to have a couple different sides to that portfolio. And when, when people come in for the first time and they're getting a, a review done by us and we're kind of looking over everything, with them, there's not much strategy in their current portfolios for the most of the part that we see out there. So when it comes to building this, you know, you could have an income side to it, a growth side to it, and then especially right now, a, somewhat of a defensive or a hedge to the market side. So it allows you to play off of these three different sides in your portfolio and maybe moving back and forth between certain aspects. You know, if we're in a good year, being more income and growth driven, raising up your defense and defensive or hedge positions when you get into higher markets to protect you against something like, you know, from the start of this year till now, having a higher defense or hedge position. So income is definitely a very important part of the portfolio. Um, and, it, and it plays a big role because when we're having, you know, the market is guaranteed to do the three things, right? Go up, go down, or go sideways. And when you have income producing things in a portfolio or in your investment selection, you know that you still have income coming in from that source. You know, the growth part of your portfolio may be getting hit in down years or years going sideways, but you know that income is still going to be coming in. So we create these three different aspects to the portfolio because we want our clients to be able to hedge or make money in any type of market environment. And income is a very important part of that process. Sure. Um, all right, let's get on to uh, rebalancing. And that's something we've talked about many times. Uh, and how do we know that we're rebalancing? In other words, you know, a lot of folks start their job, they get that 401k, they put in target date funds, and we don't think about it again. But there comes a time when, especially as we get close to retirement, we got to make sure that that's going to work for us. Yeah. And, the, you know, the, the interesting thing is, is that the majority of people uh, retirement is actually coming from a retirement plan, some kind of 401k or some kind of deferred comp or something like that. And, it, you know, it's, it's interesting because the beginning of this year, I recommended everyone go basically S&P 500, no bonds. And what's interesting is, is that um, an article came out again saying that 60-40 portfolios, 60% equities, 40% bonds is getting hammered this year. And so really, when you take a look at the S&P 500, yeah, it's down for the year, but it's actually very recoverable at this point. It's not like it's down, you know, forty uh, percent. It's it's very recoverable. It's in correction uh, territory right now, so that that's very correctable. But bonds, on the other hand, when they get slammed, it's not exactly like they're going to come back. So the thing is, is that when you go to rebalance your portfolio, you want to make sure that you're rebalancing that portfolio in very relevant areas. Don't just rebalance and have a shotgun asset allocation. More than likely, that's not going to work. Well, and, and again, when you say rebalance, if, if it's a 401k and I'm, I'm, you know, in my early 50s or mid 50s, 
how can I make sure that that everything is right? And can I make changes? Yeah, I mean, of course, I mean, you always have to keep the portfolio relevant. And so again, there's a lot of people who think, okay, the closer I get to retirement, the more bonds I want to have. Well, with interest rates going up, bonds are going down. So bonds are actually a bad place to be. And quite frankly, if you want to make your portfolio more conservative, the better place to go right now is a little bit of cash, because you're not going to lose any money in cash. There's no downside to cash where bonds right now, you know, have had a bad year. And I'm kind of expecting a little bit of volatility ahead as interest rates continue to climb. So is the economy the way it is today, which it hasn't been like this in a long time, is it does it still make sense for some people to do the Roth conversions? A hundred percent. OK. All right. I mean, I mean, I, um, we're looking at timed um, or like maybe over a decade Roth conversions. Absolutely. And, you know, the one thing about Joseph and Donna is when they run the income plan, they're specifically looking at Roth conversions and you cannot believe the huge difference that it makes in those. How so? Well, I think one one issue that I've been seeing a lot with, especially high net worth uh, individuals as well, is when they come in and if a lot of their money is, is stuck in these 401ks or that's where the majority of the, it is when they retire, even if they're working with current advisors, we always ask them, okay, well, have they ever presented you a Roth conversion plan or do you know what it looks like to convert? And they're like, no, I've never seen that. They simply just invest my, you know, and set my allocation and, and be done with it. And a lot of advisors are not really bringing 401 or excuse me, Roth IRA conversions to the table. Um, and it really doesn't make sense why, because right now we're in some of the lowest tax brackets that we will see. And we know that in sunsetting in 2025, tax laws are going to change. And with the current debt in this country, uh, it's everybody's good assumption that they're going to go only up, of right? Course, yes. So when we convert, we're paying today's tax brackets um, in order to make tomorrow's tax brackets tax-free for us. That's essentially what the conversion is doing. You pay today's tax dollars to create tax-free growth and tax-free wealth later down the line for you. So it just blows me away that a lot of people aren't taking this into consideration or even having a plan or scenario written up for them to say, hey, here's what this looks like if we were to do X amount of dollars for X amount of years. It just seems very lazy on other advisors' parts that they're just letting their clients' money sit in IRAs, and especially for high net worth individuals who were not allowed to contribute to Roths because their, their income over the years was too high, conversions could be a great tool for them for them to create that tax-free wealth. Well, and again, that's something that that it's always nice to have that piece of our uh, piece of the puzzle in our plan, you know, a, a hunk of or a, a you know, a bucket of tax-free money. Yeah, we like to call it a tax-free cushion. So, you All know, right. you're building up that cushion and as you go through retirement, when something comes along, you know, if you need a new roof, if you, you know, you want to redo the kitchen, if you have high, you know, hospital bills one year or even for people that are self-funding long-term care events, that's all tax-free. It's a tax-free cushion that's coming for you. Um, you know, that's it's sitting there waiting for you. You're really building it up. Maybe not planning on using it one thing specific. You're just letting it grow, and it's almost like a tax-free emergency fund that's invested, right? So a lot of people like that idea of that, especially when we're using it to, to self-fund long, a long-term care event because it's their money. It's tax-free. They can use it for whatever they want. Um, but when you start really converting a lot of that money, you can get close. You know, when you get up there, eight hundred, nine hundred million dollars of tax-free cushion in your portfolio. I mean, th that's huge for a lot of people. Well, yeah, to have that much money and uh, tax-free. Yeah. And again, so you said that the uh, the, the tax rates are going to sunset in 2025. So we've got, should not should that stay the same and, and happen then? We've got a couple of good years where we can really sort of manipulate things and, and take full advantage of the low rates. You just said it, Steve. You may have a couple of good years. And the reason I bring that up is you cannot believe how many people come in and I look at something and when we run the income plan or we run the, the personal financial blueprint on their portfolio, I think, oh my gosh, the next two to three years is going to significantly change their entire situation. And a lot of times I will tell people, look, if you had come in two or three or four years later, your situation would not look anything like the way it's going to look. And it's time. So like if somebody's out there and they ever listen to the radio show or the TV show and they're thinking, geez, you know, do I need to do something about this? I would say yes, because 
we have transformed a lot of people's lives through financial planning, through changing their investments. And the investment plan is just as important as the financial plan. But there's a lot of people who don't have all of the sides of financial planning. So a lot of times those two to three to four years is absolutely critical. All right. Well, folks, to take advantage of that and to do that, you can just give us a call, set up a time, come on in and have that conversation. Whether you currently have an advisor or you've never worked with a financial professional before, we're going to be taking the next five callers who are in need of that missing financial plan. We're going to create and customize a full-blown financial plan review valued at over $1,000 and give it away absolutely complimentary, no obligation. What this will consist of is simply taking the mystery out of financial planning by taking a look at what you're currently doing and maybe just making some slight changes. Let's map it all out. Your goals, income needs, expenses, tax strategies, and even transfers of generational wealth. We will get that plan built for you and see where it leads you. Let's get you reacquainted with your investments without any obligation. In short, we're going to take the guesswork out of financial planning. So for the next five callers, a full-blown comprehensive plan review that is valued at over $1,000, we will be giving it to you complimentary with no obligation. 800-779-1942. Again, 800-779-1942. Coming up next on WealthWorks Radio, when we come back, spending in retirement. For some, it's a struggle to go from acquisition to distribution mode. Some tips on how to loosen the purse strings and keep your retirement on track. WealthWorks Radio is back. Eric Carty is here. Joseph Lanz is here. I'm consumer advocate Steve Siddall. And, of course, uh, they're all part of Retirement Wealth. And you can visit the website, and I would encourage you to do that. That's ericcarneyadvisor.com, E-R-I-C-K-E-A-R-N-E-Y, advisor.com. You guys do a great job. Uh, you know, I know that you reach out to individual clients, but if you're not a client, you still got some pretty good insight as far as what you believe is going on and, and the way that you operate. Yeah, everything everything on our website there, you can download a retirement income guide uh, on our main front page, um, as well as all of our TV shows and past radio shows are all in podcast form. They're all you know available across all podcast apps, and all of our um, TV shows are available on our website as well. So there is a great deal of knowledge on retirement planning on our website right now, so make sure you give it a try. Download one of our uh, retirement income guides. Um, completely complimentary, and I think you guys will enjoy that. Well, yeah, I would too. I mean, it's it's a great site. I know I check it all the time. Um, and you know, speaking of podcasts, you can subscribe to the podcast and have it delivered to you each and every week. And did you know, Eric, um, you, this week's podcast will uh, be episode one hundred seventy five. Oh wow, that's incredible! Yeah, that's kind of fun. So yeah, 175. Fun. I mean, think about that. I mean, it, that becomes uh, an encyclopedia of of great stuff that has to do with retirement. Yeah, we've been doing this show a long time. I mean, it's been very interesting to see how you know everything's evolved. Um, we've been through a lot of different markets too, Steve. I oh mean, yeah. You know, I mean, we've gone through good times, bad times, difficult times, and everything. So. But, you know, the, the interesting thing about that is, is that the, the common denominator is financial planning. You know, I mean, what what gets you through it? Well, it's it's coming up and, and creating a strategy. And, you know, it's, it's always interesting. I think the older that I get, the more I look at history. And I've been watching a lot about generals and, and how these guys perform and, and how they strategize and everything in war. And, you know, it's, it's just it's very interesting, you know, how... Um, there's the technical side and then there's also the street side where you just have to like, you know, create something on your own. I think the stock market is the same way. You know, you, you, you end up using a lot of street smarts. You end up using a lot of data driven smarts and, and everything, but you know, that, that's how you get through difficult times. And, and, you know, you and I talking about this over the past few years, years has been great. And I think that we've taught an awful lot of people an awful lot of things that, you know, like it's like I said, it, it just comes down to pure planning and that's how it's going to get you through a difficult time. Well, I think it also comes down to education, Eric. And I know that's one of your passions in particular is is teaching because, you know, not to sound trite, but the more you know, the better you're going to be. Yeah. And unfortunately, I mean, we are so inundated with our busy lives anymore um, that we, we, you know, this just, this stuff goes on the back burner. You know, we're busy raising kids. We're busy at the job. 
And let me tell you something. I believe that people are working a lot harder today than they were 30 years ago. And, you know, I remember my dad and both my parents were very hard workers. Don't get me wrong. But I remember my dad going to work early in the morning, would come home at night, read the newspaper. I mean, he actually had time to like, you know, read the, the entire newspaper and then, you know, would belong to the Lions Club and it would donate a lot of time to that. And then, I don't know, he just seemed to have more time back then. And, you know, he even said as he got older, he's like, there's just no time to do anything. I don't know if the world's gotten considerably busier or what the hell happened, but the bottom line is that financial planning goes on the back burner until we start to get around 55 to 60 or 60 to 65, even worse. And so again, people out there that are listening, the sooner that you can do this, the the better off you are going to be, whether it's with us or someone else. I don't, you know, I mean, I'd rather it be with us, obviously, but do something about your finances. If you, if you're uneasy about your finances, just call somebody. It's that easy. Well, I think a lot of folks, especially right now, are feeling, well, I've saved, a, I've been a good saver, but I'm, I'm scared to spend any money because the economy is, uh, you know, going to crap, right? I mean, I think people are feeling that today. How, how do you encourage them to say, all right, look, at your money now is safe. It's good. You're going to be able to live through this. Here's the crazy part. A lot of people don't want to know what their budget is. It's the hardest part of this job. And there's people who are like, look, I'll do whatever you want, but I don't want to write a budget. And I'm like, well, then we're not going to be a good fit. And the bottom line is, is that if you don't know how much you're spending, how are we supposed to complement your lifestyle? And people always think, and this is the truth too, about five years ago, Autumn and I were meeting with this couple and the husband shows up and the wife wasn't there. And so then the second meeting, we expected her to come in. She didn't come in. And I said, oh, is your wife going to come to any of these any of these meetings? He says, honestly, Eric, I'm going to be honest with you. He goes, uh, uh, she thinks that you're going to take away her credit cards. <laughs> and I looked at him. I'm like, you got to be kidding me. And he was not. And so right then and there, like people are terrified. You know, they think that we're here to change their lifestyle. I promise you the one thing about financial planning is we're supposed to be complementing your lifestyle, but I have to understand what that looks like, feels like, and how much it costs on an annual basis. And you know, the, the thing about financial planning is it's kind of reverse engineering everything. You're starting at the end of your life, coming back and saying, look, you're going to spend this much money. Where's it going to come from? That's all I want to know. I just want to know how we're going to create this income. We're going to outpace inflation. We're going to make sure that we pay for your taxes. We're going to make sure that we're able to afford something that comes out of left field. Maybe, maybe it's a, a tax hit. Maybe it's medical expenses. Who knows? But the bottom line is, is that we have to understand that budget. Right. 800-779-1942. And so as we uh, start to look at the budget, um, is, is a knee-jerk reaction, well, I better go back to work. Yeah, of course. I mean, people are going to think as soon as the market downturn, especially if they retired in the past year, let's say, right, and then you see a huge market downturn, they're going to definitely be like, oh, well, I need to go do something about this. Let me just go back to work. That way I can secure my you know, finances, lock them in place. But when you show people a financial plan and the data that goes along with that, that's what's giving them the confidence to say, okay, I know I can retire and not have to go back to work, even if we're in a down year like now, even if our inflation goes through the roof, right? We have planned for it and we have budgeted for it and it, we're going to be okay based on what we have saved. But like, like anything else, human emotion comes in, people overreact to certain scenarios and they want to you know, completely change or backpedal to kind of counteract that situation that's going on. Sure. And, you know, as we start to look at this, if people are concerned and they say, hey, I need, to, I need to get more income, are there strategies in place or strategies that you have that can help enhance that income? Yeah. I mean, everybody's situation is different. Um, obviously, a big income producing strategy people talk about is annuities. Um, it's kind of like the, the sacred word in the financial industry. People hate them sometimes, but they're not for everybody. Um, but essentially, you know, it helps retirees access their hard-earned funds. You can measure, it's a measured way. It's strategic. It's providing them confidence that they're going to have income for a lifetime with a level of protection against market risk, right? So it's a lot of times during times like right now, 
people feel like they want their income to be protected or they just want a more set measured way in order to receive that income from that. And annuities can be a great way to do that. Like I said, they're not for everybody. They're not going to necessarily make somebody rich, but they can help you, you know, they can help you maintain your wealth for what you already have in place. And it sets you up on that almost like getting that paycheck again, right? From, you know, you stop working, you don't get that paycheck anymore. So it can, it can bring people a lot of relief and, and reassurance by, you know, introducing that income opportunity to them. Well, let me ask you a different question about annuities. I know that, I mean, Eric, you and I have had conversations, Joseph as well, on, okay, annuities are one thing and, you know, oftentimes they're not really what they're cracked up to be. I get that. And, and you end up fixing them or you're able to fix them because I think some people just find themselves across the table from a broker who convinces them to buy this thing and, and, really don't have any knowledge of what it is or how it is or, or how that person is getting paid. It's generally with your money. Well, here's the bottom line. People say, I thought annuities were bad. Well, bad annuities are bad. Bad investments are bad. So, you know, you, you have to take a look at that. There is actually strategies out there where you can actually ladder an annuity portfolio to create significant income for yourself. And the problem that I see is when somebody comes in and they're not happy with their annuity, it's because there's no strategy behind it. Now, let me tell you something. In this market right here, we had a, an appointment with one of my clients and we have laddered a lot of annuity products with her along with her brokerage accounts. And she's just like, I haven't lost any money in those. And I'm like, that's exactly right. That's how it was intended. We slowly over time peeled off gains, put them into an income producing annuity. Now, she doesn't need that money yet. But that, that income keeps increasing every single year. And if she ever needs income, she can turn it on. But she hasn't lost a cent in that. And so, again, that's a great way to lower your standard deviation. But I promise you, if you have an annuity out there and you're disgusted with it, it's more than likely all sitting in one annuity. There was no strategy written for you. There was no income plan written for you. And... The bottom line is there's a financial mind map that we actually draw and it shows where your income's coming from in what year and why. And the other thing is that we're under promising the rate of return that you're going to get so that in other words, if you get a better rate of return, you're just going to be better off. But the bottom line is, is that you want to be able to under promise over deliver. There's actually some damn good annuities out there right now that have raised their rates significantly. And Joseph knows a lot more about these than I do, but they have a lot more access to the S&P 500 and you're locking in those gains. So again, bad annuities are bad and there's some very good products out there as well. You said one thing there that really is, is rang true and that you talked about increasing income and through your, throughout your retirement, that income has to increase. And that's something that you guys have got strategies out there that can really do that for folks. Yeah. And that's one of the downsides of some annuities. They're only going to pay you out a fixed rate of return the rest of your life. Let's sit down at the table with uh, Eric and Joseph and the team and uh, make it happen. Sounds good, Steve. Whether you currently have an advisor or you've never worked with a financial professional before, we're going to be taking the next five callers who are in need of that missing financial plan. We're going to create and customize a full-blown financial plan review valued at over $1,000 and give it away absolutely complimentary, no obligation. What this will consist of is simply taking the mystery out of financial planning by taking a look at what you're currently doing and maybe just making some slight changes. Let's map it all out. Your goals, income needs, expenses, tax strategies, and even transfers of generational wealth. We will get that plan built for you and see where it leads you. Let's get you reacquainted with your investments without any obligation. In short, we're going to take the guesswork out of financial planning. So for the next five callers, a full-blown comprehensive plan review that is valued at over $1,000, we will be giving it to you complimentary with no obligation. 800-779-1942. Five callers right now get that comprehensive financial review. And you'll see, yep, this is where I am today. But more importantly, here's a roadmap that'll help get you to where you need to be. 800-779-1942. 800-779-1942. Coming up on WealthWorks Radio, my favorite part. Questions from you and answers from us. Stay tuned.
Hey, we are back on WealthWorks Radio. Eric Carney's here. Joseph Lenz is here. I'm consumer advocate Steve Siddall, and we are having a great conversation today covering so much ground, as we always do. And uh, so I know, Eric, I think a, a couple of weeks ago you were talking about the um, – bringing back the seminars and uh, the, the Foundation for Retirement sponsored by Southwest Florida Education Network. And that, that sort of thing is gearing back up again, isn't it? It is. Yeah, we've kind of rewritten it. As a matter of fact, we just updated the uh, entire inflation part um, just because like inflation has been a big issue. We're, and, you know, the bottom line is, is that we're trying to be like myth busters almost. It's like people are so obsessed with the recession. Recession's really not that big of a deal. Um, inflation, not really that big of a deal. It's like, I don't know, like, I, I just think that people blow things out of proportion. And, you know, I, I, I've talked about my mom before. Um, and, and I'll say this again, because, you know, she's in a great community right now. But, you know, she hangs around the pool with all these people. And it's like, it's nothing but gloom and doom, you know, so like, when I bring her over for dinner, she's like, Oh, I heard this is happening. And this is happening. That's not really her voice. But, uh, <laughs> but, <laughs> but uh, it's something comfort. like that. But, but, you know, I, I said, so on the way home, I'm taking her back to her house. And, and you know, I said, Mom, I said, you got to be careful, you know, all that gloom and doom that you're listening to. I said, remember, misery loves company. And she's like, I know. I said, you've got plenty of money, you know, not not that she's rich. But, you know, I said, you got plenty of money. I said, you don't have to worry about that stuff. I said, you got to start thinking about something more positive. And that's what we need in this world. Because my gosh, I mean, the people that, you know, obsess with recession and, and, and inflation and everything, it's just not a bad way to be. Get a plan put the plan together and and have fun in your life right yeah exactly and and again if just because a lot of us have never experienced this kind of inflation before you know i mean it's yeah we'll we'll live through it i mean you know i'm old enough i i've uh, i've lived through a few of these things i mean i remember the 70s and i remember uh, you know my first house paying uh 12 and a half percent interest thinking i got a good deal Jeez, that is so crazy to me. I mean, it really is. But that's exactly right, though. I mean, you know, like I said, I mean, we've been spoiled. I mean, super spoiled, by the by the way. I mean, some people were paying, you know, 2.6, 2.5. You right. still see you still see real estate billboards around here. We'll get you 2.5%. You better oh, you take won't. down that billboard. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> because, I mean, that's false advertising yeah. right there. I'm sorry, but <laughs> what, there's I mean, no way. Yeah, I think what Freddie Mac is saying now that it's, it's right around 5%, give or take. Yeah, exactly right. And the interesting thing, too, is that, you know, people were talking about these uh, angel investors, you know, yeah. no, they're basically just, you know, people who want to do private mortgages. But, you know, angel investors are getting difficult to find now, too, because the true value of a home is so inflated that they don't even want the person to put down 20 or 30 percent because that could be what it actually comes down at. Yeah. So there's a lot of private investors out there who don't even want to put a mortgage on a house because if they do end up taking it over, it still could be underwater at this point. So so, um, like I said, it's just, I mean, the, I think the, the real estate market seems to be cooling down a little bit in certain areas of, of the United States. But I, I still think, you know, um, it's going to be uh, interesting the few months ahead. Sure. Well, I mean, you talk about real estate, and I know in Charlotte, North Carolina, Raleigh, those two markets, houses, they say, are being overvalued by as much as 50%. 50, 50. I mean, how is that possible? How is that possible? Yeah. So you're talking. So you're talking like a two hundred thousand dollar house is now selling at, at three hundred thousand. Yeah, at, or four. Right, or four. Yeah. Good lord. Yeah. I mean, I mean again, I mean, there's going to be an adjustment there. There has to be. There has to be. I mean, you know, everything corrects. Everything goes through a cycle. No matter what it is, everything corrects, and this one will as well. Sure. 800-779-1942 is how you get started if you want to get some questions answered. Speaking of questions answered, let's get into some. Beverly is in Alva. Uh, she says, I'm 52 years old, divorced, considering getting remarried to a man who's 61 years old, also divorced. Can I draw on his Social Security when I turn 62 years old? Can his ex-wife also collect on his Social Security? So, yes for Beverly and for his ex-wife. She can as well as long as she doesn't remarry. So, 
when Beverly remarries uh, her new husband, she will claim she will be able to take his social security. Um, if his ex-wife stays single this whole time, she will still be able to get his social security as well. If she remarries, then that would be based off of her new husband's. Okay. All right. Well, so, I mean, again, she's she's right. And I, I think she's asking about the ex-wife just because she hopes that that, that won't happen. Yeah, probably. <laughs> but it yeah. doesn't matter, right? I mean, he's never going to know or it right. won't impact his Social Security yeah, it's, at it's all. Not, right. It's not like, you know, they're draining the gas tank here and, and <laughs> everybody's got to get their fair share. Yeah, it's, exactly. um, you know, she's just going to be eligible to get those benefits as well if she stays single. So, all right. 800 1942 Beverly, if you want to know some more. Uh, ben is in Babcock Ranch. Um, and uh, he says, I'm the guy who never opens his investment account statements because I'm scared to look and because I don't really know what I'm looking at. Anyway, how do you help a guy like find an advisor that you trust? <laughs> True. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, and, and that, that really will teach is... you how to read them, too. I mean, if, so, if you don't understand how some, what, some, what you're looking at mm-hmm. and you don't understand, what, you know, anything about that area. So you're just like, I'm just going to that's the first step should be education from an advisor to say, this is what we're doing and why we're doing it. educating you on how to read those statements so you do become more comfortable. Yeah, I mean, here's the bottom line. Like, you are entering into a financial relationship when you go to work with an advisory firm. I mean, that is a relationship that you have to take very seriously. So just like a friendship, just like a courtship, just like any kind of thing that you're entering into, I have a relationship with my personal trainer, right? I mean, we go in there, we have a set of goals, we have a set of objectives, we have something to do. There's money exchanged, there's services exchanged, we are in a relationship. And so the same thing is with your financial advisor, like, you know, I remember the movie Jerry Maguire, where, where you know, uh, a lot of the athletes were like, how come my uh, manager doesn't hug me? Right. He's <laughs> like, I want that. And um, so you can't fake a relationship. You either have a good relationship with your clients or you don't. You can't fake that. And so the thing is, is that I think that we have very good relationships with our clients. Um, I'm very close with my clients. Um, and, and that just is what happens over time. But the bottom line is, is that you have a passion to really help people, but you also want to communicate to them why you're helping them. And uh, so there's a lot of times where they confide in us a lot of private details where they say, hey, Eric, you know, and everybody knows that whatever they say stays between us, but there's a lot of things that they have to talk about with their finances, their family, their friends, and, and so forth. And so, like I said, this is a very intimate relationship a lot of times financially, but what you have to realize is that you have to have that trust. And for me, if you don't open up your statements, you're scared to look, it means that you don't really trust your advisor or you don't have a good relationship with them. True. 800-779-1942. Ben, uh, they'd love to hear from you. Let's go to Hannah in uh, Fort Myers Beach. She says, I recently divorced and retired. My ex-husband previously handled our finances. So after my divorce, I hired an investment manager to handle my investments. Now, since my personal experience spans less than a few years and I'm new to this, I'm wondering how to evaluate my portfolio's performance compared to averages. Well, I mean, the one thing I would say is, I mean, the investments are important, but how are the investments compared to your income needs? Mm-hmm. And how do your income needs compare to your financial plan? Right. So I hear what you're saying, Hannah, and we get this a lot. People, you know, again, through different relationships, they're like, okay, now I'm on my own with my money. A lot of people come into us, but purpose determines placement. So again, when you do financial planning, what are you really creating? You're creating accountability to your advisor. You're learning how to hold that advisory firm accountable to your financial needs. So we want to show you and prove to you why you're in good shape or are you are you ahead? Are you behind? Are you right on track? Where are you? And so again, there's a lot of benchmarks that you want to have knowing that you're okay. Any, anything that you want to add to that, Joseph? I think, you know, when people get involved with looking at, you know, watching CNBC every day and they get really involved when they start making these investments is they want to instantly compare to the S&P 500, the NASDAQ, the Dow Jones, right? But a lot of times they may not be comparing apples to apples, right? meaning if you take a 60-40 portfolio and compare it to the S&P 500, eh. 
yeah, you're not you're not comparing apples to apples. And if you really break down the equities that are in there, you know, are, why are you comparing to the S and P 500 if everything you own is all tech companies that are in the Nasdaq? So it's you really want to compare depending on the allocation you have to the right set indexes, um, the average of those indexes, in order to get a better understanding of where you stand to a benchmark. And, and one thing I want to add to that, the last thing I'll say is that there's a lot of people that have a lot of questions. But what we try to do is we say, okay, I'm going to answer that question. But the real question that you want to ask is this. And they're like, oh, yeah, I didn't know that. And so, uh, again, people people want to be educated like we talked about earlier. But they ask a lot of questions. But we have to be asking the correct questions. And that's a lot of times what we're helping people to do. And again, there's a lot of advisors out there who don't want to educate their clients because, you know, they will know if they're dropping the ball or not. We want complete transparency with our clients. Sure. Well, again, that's the kind of thing that I think we all want. Um, and we want that from, from you. We want, I mean, the transparency is so important, but that's why working with a fiduciary is so important. Right. And again, on that note, let's go ahead. We're, we're up against the clock already, folks. Let's go ahead and invite folks to call one last time. Hey, everybody out there. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you for all the positive feedback. If you're looking for a second opinion or you feel like you're in a financial no man's land with this crazy market this year, give us a call. We're going to take the next five callers who are in need of that financial plan that is missing. If you're serious about your finances, this is a great opportunity for you. We'll create a full-blown financial plan review valued at over $1,000. Let's give it away absolutely complimentary, no obligation to the next five callers who have saved at least $500,000 for retirement. And what this will consist of is simply taking the mystery out of financial planning by taking a look at what you're currently doing and maybe just making some slight changes. We're going to map it out. We're going to run all the reports for you, the fee report, the Morningstar report, a tax analysis, maybe a volatility analysis. Let's see where it takes you. Let's see where that plan leads you. Let's get you reacquainted with your portfolio and again, without any obligation. If you're interested in your very own income plan, we'll show you proven strategies and techniques to turbocharge your retirement income. In short, we're going to take all the guesswork out of financial planning. So again, for the next five callers, a full-blown comprehensive financial plan review. It's over $1,000 value. Let's give it away. Complimentary, no obligation. Call us today. Absolutely. A great idea, folks. Make that phone call while you're thinking of it. 800-779-1942. You heard Eric. Five callers are going to get that comprehensive financial review showing you where you are today. But more importantly, it becomes that roadmap, that guide that can help get you to where you need to be. 800-779-1942. 800-779-1942. Well, Eric, as always, one of my favorite hours of the week with the, you and Joseph. And uh, again, this has just been a really good show. Yeah, Steve, thank you so much. And everybody out there, thank you so much again. Remember, you only retire once. Let's get it right the first time. Have a great week and an even better retirement. Eric Carney is an investment advisor representative of Retirement Wealth Advisors Incorporated, an SEC-registered investment advisor. Retirement Wealth, Retirement Wealth Advisors, and this station are not affiliated. Exposure to ideas and financial vehicles should not be considered investment advice or a recommendation to buy or sell any of these financial vehicles. This information should also not be considered tax or legal advice. Individuals should consult with a professional specializing in the fields of tax, legal accounting, or investments regarding the applicability of this information for their situation. Past performance is not a guarantee of future results. Investments will fluctuate and when redeemed may be worth more or less than when originally invested. Any comments regarding safe and secure investments and guaranteed income streams refer only to fixed insurance products. They do not refer in any way to securities or investment advisory products. Fixed insurance and annuity product guarantees are subject to the claims paying ability of the issuing company and are not offered by RWA. Insurance licensed in the state of Florida. Insurance license number P138852. Registered investment advisors and investment advisor representatives act as fiduciaries for all our investment management clients. We have an obligation to act in the best interests of our clients and make full disclosures of any conflict of interest, if any exists. Please refer to our firm brochure, the ADV2A, page 4, for additional information. WealthGuard is a complete portfolio monitoring system. Designed by determining the amount of downside risk a client is willing to tolerate, WealthGuard is added to a client's account to protect them from the downside risk. WealthGuard is not a stop-loss strategy. When the account value in the portfolio hits the targeted value, an alert is sent to the client, advisor, and money manager. There is no guarantee the exact WealthGuard value will be captured or assets will be traded or liquidated the same day due to time of day or market restrictions. 